I've always interpreted Isaiah chapter 60 as happening at the same time as Revelation chapter 18. And in chapter 18 we see Babylon fallen. Babylon has fallen, has fallen, is what the angel proclaims. And at the very beginning, of course, of Isaiah chapter 60, it tells us to arise and shine in a time of darkness uh, and great darkness upon the people. So we can really see that as the saints of God, the people of God, arise and take their place and shine and the glory of God comes upon them, this happens at the same time as Babylon falls. Now that double reference, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, can have uh, different meanings. One of those meanings could be that it's a fall from which Babylon will never recover. That's why there's that double mention of it. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking to see Babylon collapse in the earth. Babylon, of course, being the Leviathan system, being the world system that is opposed to God. We read about it in Psalm 2, a confederacy of national rulers and that bring the nations into turmoil because of their hostile stance against God and against his Christ. In other words, Antichrist. And of course, we're the anointed, so they're against us. So everything to do with the anointing, uh, the purpose of God, the kingdom of God, the people of God, then national rulers are in conspiracy against what God wants to do uh, through his people in the earth and God's purpose for the nations. And that purpose, of course, is that reconciliation uh, that uh, Christ, if you like, oversees so that all is brought under subjection and handed back to the Father. All rebellion, all insubordination, all breach of kingdom rule and authority. And here, of course, on earth is where that breach uh, is, is manifest because of Adam's fall. And of course, that's why Jesus came. And of course, we see the ultimate destruction of the kingdom of darkness and Satan uh, thrown into the lake of fire uh, in Scripture. So all these things are, are what we're about. This is the great cosmic uh, matter that as believers we are engaged in. And right now across the earth, this uh, rebellion is raging because the Bible tells us the devil knows it's time short. And so we're seeing a flood of satanic, evil, wicked uh, rebellion, lawlessness, violence, strife, conflict, darkness, fear, all brought about, of course, by this uh, pandemic. Um, right now, of course, the fear, I mean, and, and so it's so important for us to anchor ourselves in God's revealed will and purpose, which of course is in his word, and also then aim towards purposefully, purposely, intently, the will of God, which is revealed in his word, and that is for us to take dominion. And that is why we need to read Psalm 2, Psalm 149 and other parts of Scripture 
that speak of the saint's dominion in that we are designed and ordained by God to put down rebellious rulers and to enforce the lordship of Christ. Now Jesus is Lord. He's Lord over the universe. He's Lord over all of creation. He's Lord certainly over the nations. But we, our evangelism, if you like, you want to call it that, our, our mission, uh, our mission, missional thinking is to uh, get people saved and so that they, 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 Jesus isn't just Lord over them, but he's Lord of them. And that deals with the people side of things. That deals with preaching the gospel to, to people. But there's also that dimension that we have to disciple nations. And that, that means, of course, taking authority and dominion. And it also means speaking to governmental rulers. And that's something that we need to really come into as the Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, we, we've maybe not seen as much of that as we should. And remember Paul. Paul was called to... Israel, he was called to his own people. He, he was called also to the Gentiles or the nations... But if you go and study it out, you'll see that Paul was also called to kings. And if Paul is a prototype Christian, then that means you and I are called to kings. That means that you and I have a ministry to rulers. And if you think, well, that's just for super apostles or uh, you know, celebrity preachers. No, it's not. Psalm 149 makes it very clear. This honour, what honour? The honour of speaking to rulers and bringing God's word to them and his written judgment to them, this honour have all his saints. So you have the honour and the privilege and the calling to speak to the rulers of nations, the rulers of your nation, and bring to them the word of God. And of course we're also called to pray uh, about rulers, pray for them, pray I believe that the Lord would have us pray that their hearts be turned towards him and be soft towards him. And of course, if they harden their hearts like Pharaoh did, then we can pray uh, to remove them and replace them with people with more pliable hearts who will do God's will and purpose. And of course, right now in America, uh, many believers are... Uh, thanking God that Donald Trump is a man who defends the church and who stands up for uh, Christian and biblical values. So it's the great game that we're engaged in, brothers and sisters, to bring about God's kingdom purpose in there, to change society, bring about a kingdom culture, take us back in many respects to being Christian nations uh, but not just back the way, but to go forward. Um, a friend of mine recently said, it's a wonderful thing, we need something new to to hold the old, to to express the old. And, and what he was really saying was that we need the old paths, but we need something new to be a vehicle for... In other words, we're not going to be old-fashioned. We're not going to start, you know, driving about in old cars and pretending that we're in 1950s, you know, 
Christian world. <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, do away with technology and uh, you'll go back to uh, old-fashioned, you know, we're, we're not going to be like those types of folks. We're going to be people who in the 21st century use every technological means and, and all the advances that we've had to steward an ancient, an old message, the ancient faith. Here in Britain, of course, Christianity is, is, is the ancient faith. And um, you know, the Celtic and uh, Chaldee expressions of Christianity go way back to right after the resurrection. Uh, but we, we've got these long uh, established traditions, including the Reformation and so on. Um, and so the faith that's been passed down, that's the faith we're contending for. But we don't um, become old-fashioned and irrelevant. Jesus is more relevant than he's ever been. The Bible is more relevant than, than ever. It's, it's God's now work because it's his eternal work. And so we, we need something new. And, and I've got to say this, churchianity has failed. The way we've been doing things, the weak, timid, insipid, and sometimes quite ridiculous in terms of being religious, and religiosity I'm talking about here, the way of doing things, that's, that's failed us. It's brought us to a place of impotence and, you know, irrelevance in terms of how the world views us. And there have been times during our nation's history, I'm talking about here in Britain, that the Word of God has been the, the cultural benchmark, the standard, that, you know, uh, the Word of God was consuming people's interest and attention and the things of God were just so fascinating to people, but no longer. And now we live very much in what we call secular world, a, a world of um, a soulless world. And we need to get back to the Bible. We need to get back to the God of the Bible. We need to get back to the ancient faith. But we need to do it in a way that's relevant to this world. Not that we're not that we're being swayed by the winds of culture, far from it. We need to get back to being the drivers of culture. And so we need to find a way to make the faith uh, relevant, but also to make the faith something that people desire. And I've got to say this, the only way we can do that is by the Holy Spirit. Uh, we, we, you know, we're not going to just do it by being clever at marketing uh, and you know, making Christianity attractive, uh, you know, just by our uh, endeavours to look good and be culturally, uh, you know, right on, man. No, we need the Holy Spirit of God to give us favour, favour with people, and also authority over governments. So it's exciting times to be alive. Uh, and it's the time to arise, to shine, and to see Babylon fall. And that's only going to be done by supernatural means. It's only going to be done 
by the fire of God, the glory of God, the anointing of God, the power of God, it's only going to be done as we give ourselves and consecrate ourselves completely to God's purpose for our generation. So respond. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to this message and get praying and position yourself for the move of God that's coming in the earth.